Okay, uh, we have Josh back. Return of Josh. What would you put the title? Return of Josh, Revenge of Josh, uh, Josh yeah, I don't know. I guess the revenge. Yeah, the the, re- the revenge. Yeah, the, the Josh and sequels always have a great title to them. Yeah, the Return of Josh. Josh Mers <laughs> from Mars. I don't know something <laughs> like that. <laughs> I like that one better. All yeah. right, dedication time. So, would you like to dedicate the episode? All right, I thought about it this time. Okay, and so like last time, I think I dedicated it to Batman, looking at the comics and whatever. So now this one I'm dedicating to Damon Lindelof because. Watchmen was the best thing that came out last year, for my opinion, and it's comic book related. And I love it. That's just a storyteller I really love, and uh, somebody that gets a lot of flack sometimes. And I think, yeah, is yeah one of the greats. Wonderful. All right. Hi, this is Nick. I'm sending out a warning. Uh, this episode contains um, foul language and mentioning of drug use. This episode may not be suitable for younger audiences, um, beware. Okay, we're back with Josh. Uh, with me always is uh, Kyle from all. Kyle from GoatFilmReviews.com and Kyle and Nick on Film on YouTube. I'm here again. Yeah, so if you if you don't know already, uh, Kyle and I also do a YouTube channel where we take movies. So I think we're sending an invitation. Josh has to eventually have to come on oh, to yeah. Yeah, talk yeah. movies. You got a third chair. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, uh, Josh is, uh, once again, one none of our returning guests. So thanks for coming again, man. Of course. Yeah. Thanks for having me. Uh, take, and taking a break from doing all the movies. You're not one of those guys that's always busy. Every time I contact you, you're like, you're doing something. Yes. So it's nice to take a little break and refresh and talk about movies. Yeah. Yeah. It's good. Um, you talked about that. You just um, watch a couple movies. You were able to, with a busy schedule, actually catch up on a lot of movies that happened last year. Sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. I just went to see Parasite again. and Oh, uh, yeah. Again. So it was a, that was the second time. Yeah. Okay. I actually, yeah. I catch most things uh, when they're happening. There's a couple I missed. Uh, so like when the best pictures, like the night of the Oscars, like the one best picture nominee I hadn't seen was Jojo Rabbit. So I like found it and watched it that day. Um, yeah. And then yeah, have you seen Marriage Story? Yeah. So this is the year of Scarlett Johansson tying, tying people's shoes. Yeah, well, yeah, that's, yeah, I know. That's what I thought. Yeah, I thought about that. That was great. <laughs> She's said not very lucky for anybody tying people's shoes. Too. Yeah, just gotta try and avoid her if she comes at your shoes. Just like, <laughs> yeah, what are the yeah, what are the odds? Like, is that something she added? She's like, I really like to tie people's shoes. So here we go. <laughs> uh, <laughs> teacher. <laughs> but yeah, no, I loved. Yeah. But with Parasite, I think yes, with set direction, I think the art direction and the set is far more important than. You know anything else in the movie because that's the that's the goal that's the the, the house is a pivotal point it's almost a yeah. character itself in that movie it's yeah it's definitely the most i feel like underrated part about that movie at least because like they built that house and they built like like they just did a lot of work like i think like I, th- I think yeah in the poor community yeah like it's the the, the under yeah the underground thing is like built to flood basically and so really i get i when wild. i watched it i totally got the whole metaphor of them living even sub below yes. the level of poverty 
in fact yeah. literally getting peed on yeah <laughs> and all the trashy stuff and then oh, how they right. shot like, a long time like yeah trying to think don't of, at me but like it's true no right. that's good that's that's the list that's an upcoming list <laughs> it's like one of the best pee shots in the movies so, so what's been happening since the last time you've been on i mean obviously a lot that i know but for our listeners what's been going on with you yeah i mean the movie i mean the movie we're going to talk about uh today is the movie that i talked about last time that i something i just shot but now it's done uh so we which is called teacher's lounge and that's the movie that we finished in the last year uh and put out and played some festivals and now is online and so i did that i made a couple other shorts i made a uh, i made a movie on my phone i shot with my phone called comfortably numb and that's like a we did that for film score fest we ended up not making the deadline for that so like it just kind of which was fine it's something i Would just you put it on your do. youtube yeah it's on my vimeo page oh yep. you've are you vimeo okay yep so that lives there i done some editing uh i went from freelance to a salaried editing job for kind of the first time in my life so that's, well, that's exciting man right? yeah, yeah thank you <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that's at a, yeah that's at an ad agency uh, called Fallon, uh, and so that's a kind of new experience for me. And but that, I mean, that's something fascinating because that's your job. Yes. You're going actually doing something that you love to do, and you get to do it. You yeah. get to go to punch a clock, and you get to do your fun. Yeah, yeah. So it's yeah. I mean, that's really nice. And you know, I've I worked for the last seven years or something in freelance. So I've been doing editing for work, but. Uh, it's a that was a struggle and it the best you know the biggest benefit of that was being able to make a bunch of shorts and yeah work on projects that i wouldn't maybe which now is a little bit harder for me i guess even only just doing this for a few months like it's hard to come home after you know an eight eight nine hour day sometimes longer and try to like focus either on writing or editing or but i've been doing it so far and I want to keep doing it. Well, that um, is a kind of a challenge that your job is editing yeah. and then on your free time, you're going to edit yeah, it, other stuff. It's uh, almost like you're an auto mechanic. You yeah. work on other people's car. You want to go home and work on your own car now? Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. it's wild. It's a struggle. And then I'm yeah. currently doing it. I'm doing like a class, like a kind of basic after effects class. So I'm like learning some other post-production stuff. And it's stuff I, I've, stuff I've done a little bit of, but, not enough and something I, that's like something i want to sharpen uh but it just makes it just makes like the whole week about post-production which is kind of crazy um but it's okay that's almost over and <laughs> uh and you so know. you're actually teaching a class too no no i'm working on i'm like working taking on. a class yeah i get i'm taking the, the the after effects class because okay. that's something i haven't done a lot of it's kind of a little more like motion graphic uh kind of animation stuff because mm. i'm usually like when i edit i mostly just i'm mostly like putting kind of shots together yep. and, and i do all that kind of stuff but mostly in the editing program and there's after effects is this like really comprehensive uh program that does so many more things than what i'm used to doing and so it's a little bit daunting but it's really f- kind of fun and um feels really good to be working in that 
recently. So of all the many projects that you have, yeah. I'd love to talk about all of them. But yeah. well, let's get the one that everybody's kind of because the last one you left off was Teachers Lounge. So yeah. if you want to talk about it from the beginning, uh, just talk about it, that was the first. Yeah. Um, it is kind of a horror movie. Yeah. Um, and I think Anthony was with you, right? Yeah. yeah uh, Anthony, Cousins? Anthony Cousins produced it with me. Um, he was originally going to shoot it, shoot it, um, but then we shot it like the most busy time ever. Um, so it was, but it was still really great to work with him as a producer because me and him are used to working together really from the creative point of view. And, you know, that's, we've always kind of just been kind of just cr- grinding on our projects. So like, it's like, <laughs> it's not, it's nothing new really, but it kind of, kind of fun to work with him in a different way. Um, just really, he really helped cast the movie and, get a lot of the crew and, and you know yeah but i I, th- I get a sense because anthony's been on here he's here with ryan yeah. um you guys probably like the same kind of films yeah yeah i mean yes and no like definitely we have our disagreements but definitely like a lot of stuff like this is this project in particular is definitely something that we connect on just yeah. kind of a practical um monster horror kind of thing um, but also yeah. suspenseful. Like I guess I've mine. I leaned a little bit more. Tried to lean a little more into like suspense, but also com- like comedy is like I feel like it's almost more of a comedy than well, yeah, the, 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 the whole yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, well, I've I've always done the school thought that you have to have at least something in your movie that's can be funny. Yeah, something has to be funny. There is definitely in teacher lounge. It definitely is. You guys are having a fun time doing it. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, and the big seller is the little monster in it. So if you yeah. want to, I mean, I've seen you, your, um, who designed it, how'd you guys manufacture, get it made? Yeah. The little so, sluggy guy. Yeah. The little, uh, our, yeah, our villain of the movie. Well, not, <laughs> he's not even the villain. Like he's, the villains are the, the teachers really are the He's villains. more like a vessel, isn't he? Yeah. He's kind of like, yeah, he's kind of like the tool of their villainy. Um, but his name is Vermis. He's like a space worm, basically. Like there's, me and my writer John Carsco like have like a we kind of like came up with what some of our history of what we think happened but I'm not going to say but uh of like how the, this guy came into into play or what he's from and all this yeah. stuff and a lot of it we don't know but uh there's definitely that's something I'm really interested in just like lore of like lore and mystery uh, and I think that's something we we brought to it, but he's yeah. like, yeah, it's this worm that in in like I think I don't know if it's in the, I don't think it's in the movie now, but in my mind, he's either a thousand years old or a million years old. It's yeah. like this thing that's just been creeping around, and in the movie, like it's it's kind of like a a tool to like if it connects with a person, yeah, it kind of gives you all the knowledge and power in the universe, like. It just kind of opens your eyes and that's so like in the movie like these teachers kind of are their excuses they're like trying to like help enlighten Broad your, new yeah, teachers and stuff but really it's like it's by force and, and join the club right? yeah yeah um but yeah we had a lot of fun and i think it honestly became more funny than i imagined it was going to be when we started um i get the kind of sense that that there's a, like you, I think you we guys were, could initially want to be a little more darker but yeah then, i know. think we leaned a little more into like things like the thing or yeah faculty like stuff like slither. that that's like oh so, i mean slither is i guess probably closer to what it actually turned out to be yeah. um but i am really proud of it and i think yeah. it's 
better than I thought it was going to be. So. It's definitely like an homage to all those films. That yeah. You, I mean, we have, we've seen it before. Like everybody, the, the little worm that goes into somebody's head. And yeah. They had it in Star Trek, for gosh. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Wrath of Kron. Yeah, so. yeah. <laughs> I, mean, they have it, I don't think, they have it in the Matrix, the bug, right? Something oh, yeah. goes in you. And then, yeah, yeah. So definitely. Yeah. I love that play because like John Carpenter said, it's like the monsters that come out of you, the monsters that eat you or, you know, one or the other you yes. got, right yeah yeah <laughs> um yeah so it's been yeah it's been interesting and i it's cool i think the movie plays better like with an audience like we've done some screenings of it and um i'm not totally sure i guess how it turns out watching it like on a computer screen or whatever um i want to think it's good but definitely like getting to watch it with crowds is interesting to see like people are really creeped out by the worm <laughs> and, yeah, yeah. and most of the comedy beats play really well, especially with yeah, people that I don't know. I think that's, that's definitely the goal. Like I kind of started doing comedy stuff. So like I have, it's, that's almost more rewarding, I guess, than being scary, but I, it's hard. Cause like being scary is like, good like you want that's right, like you know, that's it's, it's funny to that's the dream <laughs> yeah 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 so the yeah. two walk hand in hand so so similar yeah that, that's why it's so easy that when you do something dark and scary to veer into that comedy bit and i yeah. have to imagine like being on a, a set the mood you bring to it if you're having fun with the horror you will have a more fun horror film whereas if you go into it and you take it really serious and you take it really brooding you're going to have something that might be a little bit more depressing yeah more, you know absolutely. where it kind of like loses that so I, re I really do think the, the onset vibe can attribute to that what was your kind of onset vibe yeah i think i think that's true i think we like we had a blast to the point where like i mean it was a blast like it was also i mean yeah i guess it's perfect for the movie because it was definitely a horror of like we yeah. shot like very particularly like i had every shot is storyboarded and it's not like there's no coverage in the movie like it's like when we're shooting like completely out of order and completely madness we're lighting and relighting the scenes for shots for different scenes like back to back because <laughs> we're like dealing with everyone's schedules and it's like complete chaos and that part of it was really stressful but at the same time like i felt it's like we all felt so alive and we're having a really fun time the crew was incredible and um I just became more closer with some of my friends or acquaintances, not even acquaintances, but like people I had worked with, like became my best friends, like the yeah. assistant director on the movie. Like it's like, he wasn't even like, this is my friend Jacob Leroy. And, and he's supposed to be, he's like, he wasn't, I don't think he was even supposed to be the AD until like the first day. And it was just like, all right, dude, you're doing this. And like, we got super close and like, he's one of my best friends now. And, and it was almost, once we were done shooting the movie, like I was like almost like a deep depression that <laughs> part of me hasn't gotten out of since. <laughs> there is a sense of like, after you've been doing this for so intensely yeah. with the group, then all of a sudden you just go away and you're just, that's it. It's, yeah. it's a little bit, it's a little bit depressing a little bit something. yeah and I, like i was just you know speaking of anthony like we i just was hanging out with him last night and he had just come off a movie set and so we were just talking about like how yeah just like how depressing it is to like come back to reality after you just get really close and like i don't know it's goofy and i don't know it's like a different you create your own world like you're what? like literally like alive creating your own world oh was this because because it's the anniversary of the 80 olympics winter olympic hockey team and their mm -hmm. miracle on ice and they yeah. talked about how they were together for 
over four months intensely. They lived together. They did all of this. And then once they won the gold medal, each of them took an individual plane and just went home after the game. It's like, well, <laughs> we spent all this time yeah. together. We accomplished it. Then you just go home and act like everything's normal, I guess. Okay. Yeah. It's yeah. like you build families and then like break on it, break it up, break it up. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's crazy. And then some of them, it's hard. And they're calling an anniversary now. Everybody's schedules doesn't mesh together. And it's hard to capture that about making a movie, you know, and all the connections you guys make and everything. It's, so it's 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 kind of weird, but it's the best thing about it is, and I had Blair on, but, but everybody's working on the same goal. That's fascinating, too. I mean, for Korea, all these people want to do the same thing. Yeah. Make yeah. a great movie. And that's, yeah, that's a key to it a good set too is like having like on teachers lounge is like the whole crew worked so hard to fulfill like what i some stupid idea i had you know like it's like uh and and they would work late with us and there was never any complaining and like i was i will be forever grateful well, it definitely shows up on screen. I think yeah. a lot, when everybody gets along and everybody, it shows up. Everybody's having a good time and working and making their effort. Yeah. Good. Um, we have previous guests um, on that show. So John Adele was on there. He's been a previous guest. He's actually interviewed me on the show and he was in the movie. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Tiffany has been on the show before too. She was actually hilarious in that movie. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, she's, I had never met her either before this. Like I, we had a really tough time like casting this movie because it was like, we didn't have a ton of money, like, like we paid people, but like it wasn't a, like a ton. And to get, yeah, the schedule is insane. So it would be like, you yeah. know, we need it's we to try to shoot ten people in three days, basically, uh, with nothing. Like <laughs> it was pretty wild. Uh, but she was incredible. Like John was great. Uh, the whole cast was like a blast to work with, and I'm really happy with the performances. Um, another cool thing about it is like you have a movie inside a movie so oh yeah the, like the found footage stuff yeah. so how did did you film that first uh no we filmed that last that's yeah oh you filmed that last yeah okay. that's probably my favorite part of the movie oh, found too. Footage yeah. Stuff. yeah um and like i won't list the movie but i don't know if i i definitely talked about it but there's a recent movie that it's kind of definitely a rip off of but that happens in movies a lot just like you know it's also a scene i'm like I've thought about in retrospect of like, you could probably lift this whole thing right out of the movie and it would be fine, but it's my favorite part of the movie. So I'm like, uh, that was like a lot of fun. So that was like, we shot the three days and then, um, we went back like a week later. Um, very Swim small, the woods and very small crew. Yeah. Like in St. <laughs> yeah. Over at St. Paul. Uh, I think it's just like the hidden hidden falls. Is that what it is? Um, yeah. We just like went back with like a, small cat like a different camera um very small crew and just the two cast members and just shot it in a couple hours uh but yeah oh yeah i never mentioned because matt bayer is the guy that created the worm yeah um and he's a great effects artist too um but yeah he came on and again did it for not a ton of money and like because you have to build like i mean yeah you have to build like seven different versions of that worm like for the different shots like so I don't know. We were very particular about it, but yeah, shooting the video was like really fun, and we were just like, yeah, it was nice. Like after like the stress of shooting, working on people's schedules, like take a breather and come back and and just 
really we goof around that. and do a nineties thing and uh <laughs> it was it was yeah. really fun and uh yeah, it was cool. Do you see some way of expanding that universe of Teachers Lounge, even though it's like a short film? Do you see like continuing on or I don't know. I I've we've thought about it. Um I don't know if it's a because I don't know if there's if there's a world of like a feature to it, and I'm like I don't want to make a teachers lounge too short. Like uh, right. it would be. I mean, I would because it would be fun to do, but I don't know exactly what that does <laughs> or like what's the purpose of that. But we have time. I mean, we've joked around of like it's just like the end of the movie is whatever something happens with the worm. But we talked about just like instantly throwing away like the power of the ending and just like completely just like kill it like it's like the teachers or whatever it's just like they just kill like the other teacher <laughs> like whatever just, just instantly them. like yeah. have them just go back into doing it again um because like i don't know but yeah i, don't, I it'd be interesting I, i'm not sure i'm not sure yet it's always an idea keeping options open oh yeah yeah i mean i i want to make sequels to like all sorts of goofy things i've made <laughs> like i keep the worms like, we've got the worms yeah really? yeah like, yeah <laughs> i think we've got the molds of it too so like i don't yeah i don't know it would be we might have to do some more work on it if we did a second one we have to beef it up we have to for spring cleaning you'll go by and you'll be like maybe this is the year i take the worm back yeah yeah <laughs> we'd have to like up the scale so we'd have to go like alien to aliens right and get yeah. the queen worm yeah you got, you got it's all uh, sequels always about escalation yeah yeah <laughs> yeah uh so i would like to the, there's another movie that you produce was it like passions oh it's got yeah it's called patterns of the heart patterns of, i'm yeah. so sorry okay patterns no of the heart. then yeah. you produce this one yeah that's another thing i had never really done before is produce something solely for someone else and something that i wasn't editing and well um, how did you get involved with just producing it uh yeah so this is um this is a project that my friend connor main did um he it's a friend of mine from high school okay um actually just growing up he's like he's like four or five years younger than me um his brother was my best friend and like in kindergarten and so we like we're, we like <laughs> all stay, right, all right. yeah we stayed close for a very long time so you guys and, met before the movie yeah yeah <laughs> uh we've known each other i guess 20 some years at this point uh maybe 20 years yeah um but we you know we were kind of getting back in touch actually in the last maybe year and a half two years um because you know we both moved out of our hometown and went off and did our own things like i got deep into the movie stuff and he does a lot of sketch stuff and um we started just meeting kind of on a bi-weekly basis and going over just trying to come up with either goofy sketch ideas for us yeah. to do together or just pitch each of our the things we were working on like i would tell him about teacher's lounge or all these other things and um but he was i kind of said to him i'm like because i you know all the stuff he had directed and written and directed are very comedy sketch based and we used to watch movies like and like kind of all the movies like we watched we would like watch stuff like kramer vs kramer 2001 together or like for the first time like, all these things. as kids yeah, yeah, I mean, like it's like I'm like yeah, yeah, yeah. he was younger you know, than uh, he was younger than me, so he's probably like 15. I'm like 18, 19. And, okay. Yeah, yeah. And I would just be like, I can't. I maybe I think he watched that one with me, but we would just like go to the video store every week and just rent every Saturday and just rent a bunch of stuff. And and, and I was like, I think you want to make something more dramatic, and I want to help. If you do, 
like I, I'm just like just write something yeah and I'm like seven eight pages and I'll produce it for you and I'll get you a crew and like we'll like do a production because I you know me having been on that side of it is like it's 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 sometimes it's really hard to get a movie off the ground uh well yeah no because you're working yeah and i have like a lot of experience i guess doing that and mostly producing myself and i was like i just want to like try to help let you be creative so what's the patterns are all about yeah it's yeah so like the it's a it's it's interesting because it's kind of like a it's a non-linear story but it's really about um it's about this woman who like is like just dealing with like her mom was like kind of mentally ill and like taken away when she was a kid and it's really about her just dealing with that Hmm. and like just dealing with like kind of ocd kind of stuff and really just like stuff like we all kind of deal with but like heightened a little bit um for this and i don't know i feel like it has a lot of kind of universal stuff going on but definitely very dramatic and it is uh, it's a, a short, mo- it's, it's a, yeah it's like a short film i think it's like seven minutes um right. it's a mother kind of mother daughter just dealing with that relationship of just you know dealing with your parents but also you know dealing with just a lot of stuff and then is that you're done production so are you in post with that we're yeah we're in post uh jacob the ad on uh teacher's lounge was the editor on this one um okay. but we really helped we did auditions and so i put connor through a bunch of stuff that he hadn't really done before like uh you were at nick was at the auditions with your yeah. niece right yeah um so we did yeah it was like it was a hard that one was a hard process of the casting was hard on that one because it was like we have to cast um like um a mother a daughter and so like it just kind of goes through time so it's just like there's like a 13 year old version of the daughter and then there's like a 20 some year old version of the daughter and oh mom. i see and so they all okay. gotta kind of like have a, have, have a resemble. familiar feeling yeah um I so it. that was like a process and um but an interesting one and yeah it was a lot of so that's one where where casting is a little more you have to a little more concentrate a little bit better with because you just yeah you, with the story demands it that you have to focus a little more yeah. yeah so yeah it was interesting it was an interesting project like we you know it had its stresses like anything else but we had a lot of fun on set and um yeah it's in post now and um another marcus mason was our the, like another uh, we took a lot of kind of people from teachers lounge into it like Marcus. Well, that generally does happen, especially. Yeah, with yeah, that's something we do, and you know, we definitely brought a lot of new people on, and but Marcus was the gaffer on two of my shorts, and so I just like I'm like I think I was like I think you and Connor, I think Connor and Marcus will get along, and I think they'll have like a <laughs> all right. Marcus, hopefully, hopefully, Marcus yeah. has a great eye, and and I we're really happy with how the movie's turning out. Like it looks incredible, and. Jacob, the same thing. Like you know, he ad'd for me a bunch of times, but I'm like, he does. He's an editor too, and he actually co-edited one of the shorts, um, the comfortably numb short I did after Teachers Lounge too. Um, but so I was like, you know, he wasn't. He we actually had a different. I think we had two editors attached to Patterns of the Heart originally, and they both kind of fell off, and just again schedule wise or money wise or whatever. And so I was like, I just said to Connor, I'm like. I'm like Jacob would kill this edit, and Good. he has yeah. been. So, um, I think it's a it's a hard skill, isn't it? 
to edit. I mean, it really is a. I mean, people think, oh, just put it together. Yeah, I think no, you really it, have to have a skill. To do it's it. a lot. Yeah, it's it's really, it's the technical stuff is at least for me like technical stuff is important, but it's kind of secondary. Like it's it really helps you. It's good to be fast. Like I guess it's like good to know how to do it because it's about like just being able to do a bunch of different things quickly. Um, but it's really about pace performance yeah and yeah i mean fine you know we had some on patterns like the same thing that we were like um you know there's some stuff we had to cut out just in terms of like finding what it needed to be you know there's definitely some discovery of like and you know we had kind of it was written in a non-linear way with voiceover and we're like hacking some of the voiceover out and like or just adjusting it and um i think it was a challenge but i think it was a fun I think it was like we all had a lot of fun working on it. It's like a really dramatic thing, but we all like put a lot into it. Yeah. And uh, we're we're still in post on it. We're doing the score now and um, sound design, and color correction, all that stuff. But I think we're we're picture locked and it's getting close. And hopefully, hopefully, like in the next month, two months, we'll be done with it. Okay. Yeah. Right. Are you always part of the music, or are you not really in the room when that happens, or just kind of? Yeah, you know, I yeah, I definitely actually like got like, we're working on the score for Patterns of the Heart and uh our Jacob our editor had moved has moved to LA so like I like me and Connor sat together and um our composer gave us like a first draft and I actually was like kind of okay, editing so it together and you there. got so something I, right. So I, I'm actually doing a little bit of post ish stuff or at least like because I'm like one I'm quick and just me and Connor are close so it's just like we're just trying things of like what's working, what's not moving things around in different places. And I think it's really helpful at least to like get the second draft of the score going. Um, so I, yeah, I don't know. I like doing music, like, you know, certain stuff I, I don't, you know, it's hard. Like some of the stuff I do at work, I'm like, I don't know how to pick music for this. or I don't know what this needs. Um, but I definitely like feel at least with the shorts and stuff, I feel like I have a good sense of like what it needs and, but I think good at I think we're all good at adapting to like well like somebody will pitch this out and we'll be like oh interesting like that's not what I expected but I think it's working or this could work that way like same with uh actually with teachers lounge we uh same deals like I had a composer and the composer like dropped off and I was trying to find another composer but then I ended up just like I like had one of my friends score just the videotape part okay because i knew he was busy because i would have had him do the rest of it but he was busy so i was like all right if you can do this section great uh i used as much of the score from the original composer as i could another friend of mine had randomly sent me some tracks he had sent them to me and anthony thinking like here's some demo stuff i've done maybe it'll work in something you have found out it worked really well in this and then i had another composer had some previous ex previously existing stuff and I started hacking that together so like the, the teacher's lounge score is like four different composers and I've like <laughs> I've just, just like some of it was it composed just, for the movie some like not Frankenstein and I, yeah, it's okay, a pure yeah. Frankenstein thing okay and that's one of the one of my favorite things about it I guess is that I think it works <laughs> uh, uh, I'm like it works better than I thought because that was one of the that was basically my last big fear was that like oh exactly. like this yeah. movie's not gonna get released because i can't get a score together <laughs> like i like four quarter scores yeah yeah so yeah music is very important to me i guess in movies but do you play an instrument 
Yeah, I play. Yeah, I play guitar, and um, so at least you have some familiarity to make music. I yeah, think that's and I've yeah, and I've done I've done a couple like it's a little more experimental when I do it, but I've done a couple scores for some of my stuff. Yeah. Um, like I've done a guitar, like I've done a mostly like acoustic guitar score. For but I think it's very important because yeah. when you hire somebody for a score, at least you can like, okay, let's yeah. pick up some instrument and say, how about something like this? Totally. Or, yeah. yeah. And I'm like, not as. Instead of going like, um, da, 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 da. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, it's, yeah, it's definitely good. And like, I can at least be like, well, like speed it up, slow it down, that kind of stuff. And, or like, maybe it just needs to be, yeah, it helps me at least be better with like, Describing what we what we need. You're just not like J.K. Simmons and Whiplash, are you? Oh yeah, I mean, it's <laughs> one of not my tempo. Yeah, <laughs> not my fucking tempo. Uh, I do have a symbol somewhere if you want to oh, throw it. Yeah, yeah, somewhere yeah. around. It's available for rental. Uh, <laughs> are you wondering why I just threw a chair in your head? Like, I just rewatched that too. You wa- rewatched Whiplash? Yeah, like a couple weeks ago. I love that movie. That is a phenomenally edited movie. It is, yeah, Oscar it, winning. Yeah. It, not only because it's because it's like perfectly may, enhances the performances. Because yeah. it's like show me how you're drumming, and then he drums, and he's on the moment, and he looks, and he's gone. <laughs> and it's like, yeah, like, no, it's how the, was that? And you're like, oh, you laughed. Yeah, no, so, and there's yeah, that's a great. I've like taken a lot. Like I've watched the editing in that movie a bunch, and there's just little there's little things that I either I've already kind of. I had stuff I'd already kind of done of like there's little speed ups I've noticed and little tiny like like cutting out frames or little jump cuts that I never noticed the first time but like as I keep watching it I'm like oh like there's definitely little tricks here to like make that pace going keep that pace going because it's so especially a movie like that it's so vital for it to just kind of keep going and keep getting like harder (laughs) like it just like it's very punishing film that's when i poo-pooed on like when it came out i was not <laughs> oh like, you were I, into I, it? I oh no yeah interest in watching it. oh yeah like, yeah this dust doesn't look like it's interesting at all i was like i was never in any yeah. know, musical kind of background sure. um and I, I didn't really know jk simmons character and what it was going to be yeah and i remember being forced to watch it like a week after the oscars where i was like i know it was nominated for all these sure. things it's probably not that great and I, I had to watch it a couple times and I was like yeah. worried I wasn't going to get my video back to the Yeah, no place. it's <laughs> it's very yeah. That's a that's one that I'm that one's a horror movie to me. Like yeah. that's Before the episode yeah. started we were talking about what makes a horror movie a horror movie and and I was just thinking the same thing like as much yeah. as the films that we were talking about aren't horror films Whiplash is more so. Yeah. It's I got think a that's... terrifying villain and it's got some truly unnerving set pieces. Yeah. Like well, yeah, when he goes takes her out and tells her we're going to break up because I need full concentration. Yeah, no, there's like, yeah, there's constantly, like, it's almost like, it's not a body horror movie, but it almost has similar tendencies of, like, wanting to, like, keep pushing. Like, he, the main character keeps That's pushing. Neiman, yeah, it's like, he's... Cronenbergian. Yeah, almost. like, he's <laughs> yeah. pushing himself over and over and over again to, like, the point where, like, he's breaking and, like... It's horrifying, yeah. It's yeah. It's really tough if you're a person who's a creative too to watch the. Film oh yeah. You get it. Yeah. And you're like, God, I hope it's I a, never turn into that. But I kind of, wa- I want that care, but I don't yeah. want to go over the edge like oh, he is. Yeah. Yeah. And it's that's a haunting one. Yeah. And that's, and that's that's why I like Phantom Thread because as oh, a yeah. creative person, you kind of get sucked into your own world to the point where you become the villain of your own story. Absolutely. And, and yeah. then you make up things in your own mind because there's a great shot in Phantom Thread where he's figuring out designs and he sees that his girlfriend just casually goes on the steps and he leaves but he looks at her and he's trying to interpret is she mad at me that i missed something and all it is is just a shot of him watching her leave and it's like yeah 
did I miss like, something? Did I do something? Is she scheming with me? And he, you know, of course, it's Danny Day Lewis. He can project that with a few instances. But yeah. that's why I love Phantom Thread. It's all yeah. I've done that before. Of people, you know, I'm sitting down in my studio working my book, and my wife coming down. I'm leaving the store. I don't care. Yeah. I'm working on it. He's like, I've done that before. I, I think everybody creative yeah. has had yeah, that yeah. outburst. Of You've like, interrupted my interruption. You, I can't now, remember. Yeah, yeah. Now that interrupt stays here. Right, yeah. <laughs> no, that's a good one, too. But, yeah, that that's interesting, too, of, like, especially, yeah, with that character is, like, he is a very, art, you know, artistic person. It's, like, yeah. almost like a, you know, he almost gets like question. He starts questioning things with her, and is like that's almost like an audience thing too, of like wanting to like, you know, letting either letting an audience get to you, like in a either anticipating what they think of what you're making or whatever. I don't know. Yeah, I think it, when I first saw Panda Thread, I was not overly pleased with it. I was like, that's an average great. Movie. Sure. I, it's it's Anderson and it's gonna yeah. look fantastic. I love yeah, that PTA, stuff. Yeah. But as I sat and watched it, I go, that's actually a lot better than I thought it would be. And yeah. I'm thinking now that's actually that is and I think a lot of people did that. Yeah. You went to see it and it's like, oh, that's okay, but actually you sit and think about it and let it cook in your brain for a little bit, then you're like, actually it's a lot better than that. Yeah, like for that for that subject matter I I'm very engaged by it. Like I think I've seen it twice. Um but I, yeah, that's um, I love his stuff. Uh, but I like that whole speech of what is chic? I don't get it, and, which totally fits his character. It's yeah. art to me. There's no scale of it's gr- art is not. It's a, don't put a fancy word on it. Yeah, it's good. no, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So, what are some other movies that you liked from recently? That you? Uh, yeah, I really love Marriage Story. I really loved that. Was like I saw that actually at the Twin Cities Film Fest screening of that. So before it hit Netflix, I I like Noah Baumbach stuff, but that one like kind of really affected me when I saw it in the theater. Um, it's hard to digest, isn't it? Yeah, it's yeah, it's it's, it's a little f- more like Kramer versus Kramer, isn't it? Yeah, I mean it. it yeah, yeah, definitely like the doing a story about divorce or like centered around divorce. It's definitely like they don't do a ton of those. Like he did another like Squid and the Whales, another one that's good, but that's kind of like post. That's already like post divorce. This is like right in the throes of it. Um, and I just thought, yeah, I really, I feel like, it, I feel like it, yeah, I feel like it tapped into some like real stuff of like, well, there is there no real hero in this story. Yeah, I no, I mean, I, no I didn't pick a side. Yeah, it's more just the people we identify. In yeah, with. and I, I, I identified with multiple people at different moments, and I'm talking the husband, the wife. Oh the yeah, one of the uh, attorneys. Like I just oh I yeah, each yeah. of the characters in a different way. And I, absolutely, it's such a nice film to have something that's about divorce that's really a love story yeah no you know, I, yeah I, like really, i yeah it's it's, I, it's a weird one yeah it's how good it is. <laughs> i know there's some yeah there's some scenes that really rocked me to my core too but um also yeah. loved some under like kind of under loved movies as like well that's why i like that yeah dude. yeah like hu- i thought hustlers was like really good i don't Jennifer know if you guys Lopez. saw that yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, did she? Oh, yeah. I was, yeah. I was the guy in the theater sitting alone that everyone was staring at. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. You creep. <laughs> yeah. It's like, oh, I know why he came to this. No, I thought that was like, I just thought that was an incredible time. Well, I like, love that's the like question because, you know, Jennifer Lopez's character, she's 50 and she sees yep. a new crop come in and she's almost like, you guys are puppies. You're gonna, you're out for the slaughtering. What yeah. are you doing here in your life? And so she's trying to make it something, manufacture yeah. something that's no. better for them. Yeah, and that's taking, I mean, that's, because that one's like another, like, for me, I guess is, I mean, I think it's obvious is like, it's a definitely like kind of a Scorsese-ish thing of like, um, 
show the old indulgences. Yeah, just like the way, like the approach to the story is definitely in the world of like the Goodfellas, like the kind of like, and it's like characters that are doing very questionable things and they're very awful, like kind of awful people. But I like, it's this, I, you know, and I've heard some reaction to to Hustlers of people being like, well, I hate all the characters. And I'm like, I don't know. Like it feels the same as like, I like love Wolf of Wall Street or Goodfellas for the same reason of like, these people suck and they're being awful coming to yeah (laughs) but it's one it's fun to watch people be horrible if they're engaging characters and i think they're all really engaging characters and they have there's there is a humanity to them and they're testing the human they're testing their own humanity to the limits and i I did like i i I think i've been on my uh my social media advocating that i was really disappointed that jennifer lopez did not I, she yeah, got ignored. Very and she upset. has a great speech about, you know, these guys are screwing everybody at, yeah. at their job, and I'm just going to take the money from them, and they're going to give it willing, give it to me. Why am I a bad person? <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. Hustlers, too, the reason why we like movies like that is kind of the same reason we like video games, where it's like, I'm not playing GTA because yeah. I want to be the bad Absolutely. guy. Absolutely. I'm doing it because I need to burn off a little bit of my evil, and so I can stay, <laughs> stay good, you yeah. know? And that's kind of the reason I watch Wolf of Wall Street, is I don't plan on being Jordan Bell. No. But gosh, I... I like to burn off my steam. Yeah. Watching. <laughs> and it's just the it's a world that I would never be in and it's a world that I would never want to be in. Yeah. But like it's kinda like the way you like are interested in gossip or you're interested in like drama of like yeah. it's fascinating and hilarious to kind of watch people like do things you couldn't imagine doing yourself. Yeah. Well, it's the formula that's been working for many years because Warner Brothers did it in the 20s and 30s, which is you show the gangsters and you show them getting all the wonderful indulgences and throughout the whole movie, but eventually they get it what's coming to them at the end and that's how they got past the censors. They've yep. shown that eventually they had to do that and then, of course, Marty has to take, the, take it and point it his yeah. staple on it. But it's a formula that always works. We like to see the bad guy but at the end we like to get it yeah. just desserts it yeah. yeah and I, and that's a, yeah that movie also just like from a technical aspect one the script i think is a super good very well written that's when i was like things i thought like i'm like that should have been nominated for an oscar for the script alone like i mean it's yeah. so engaging from the first second of the last yeah um I also loved. I pulled. I just pulled up my list of movies so I don't forget to say well, something l- great. Not like we don't make lists <laughs> yeah, either. Yeah, we yeah. Uh, Uncut Gems also I thought was like oh, yeah. so good. Like I've seen that like four times. You already saw uh, it four times. Wow. Yeah, and like my friend has seen it more. <laughs> my friend John, who wrote Teachers Lounge, has seen it six. Uh, he's obsessed with it, and he like he texted well, me. You get and this like, was, like, component this that it's almost like a. It, it, they put this cosmic force like everything oh, yeah. all this there's things going yeah. happening that's beyond this but we're just gonna focus a little bit on yeah this little point. it's yeah. yeah it's it's crazy and that's another one that i was like this should have been nominated for stuff too like sandler is incredible i thought he kg was. was like yeah kg should have been oscar nominated for that movie like he's incredible in the thing we did our interview and yeah. adam sandler was my professor oh yeah like it would it's for me it's like I mean, I, yeah, I guess I don't want to like, if you have to fight yeah. the weekend in a movie. Yeah, dude. And like he goes, he does it like, that's one of the best parts. It's one of the best scenes. Cause like he, he has no inhibition. Like he just completely like goes after the weekend. Like this is like, yeah, he's got, this guy's got like a bunch of security around him. Like the character. And like, it's like, they could kill you right now. Like they yeah. should literally beat you to at least like, 
really badly and like you walked out of this but you have so much just so much goal and so much like like not fear no fear <laughs> it's well, like it's, it's insane really like two two plus hours of adam sandler seeing a fork in the road and taking the bad path. oh and yeah getting like, another like possible good yeah. you know option and no, then he taking keeps, the bad call and yeah. it's just every time the safety brothers make movies yes you hate because like they're well made yeah but you just hate them so much like, yeah watching good time yeah you need to take a break after watching absolutely like, i'll come back to it <laughs> it's in the i just need some time away yeah and that's how i was with uncut gems and yes. that's that's one of the best compliments i can give it is i don't yeah. want to watch it again right now. yeah I'll yeah come back to it later i think that's yeah. watching him make those poor decisions and especially when you see that he is there's a straight line to the clear and good. I know you could not do it. Yeah, make that choice. and and but it's fun to see him be right about some things that like, you know, it's like he's got he's a lucky dude, but also equally as unlucky, mm-hmm. and makes horrible decisions. But yeah, same. Yeah, I love the Safety Brothers, but very similar to like Whiplash too. Of like, like Good Time and Whiplash kind of have a similar feel to me. Of like at the end of it, I'm just like, oh, <laughs> yeah. what the hell. <laughs> <laughs> yeah (laughs) but no like for me it was like yeah for me like acting wise like the fact to me that it wasn't sandler and leo like battling it out for like this was kind of baffling to me i think that's just Uh, proof though that 2019 was a really really good year because it was good it was great we're saying things like oh this deserved to be nominated yeah this this deserved to be nominated and i would have to ask them what would you kick out and sure there are things i would pick out but i also can't fight that they're in there sure i think 2019 was very strong i thought it was good yeah 24 you know the company made uncut jam yeah lighthouse one oscar nom for lighthouse yeah cinematography we've noticed a trend actually that they do have some off years with their marketing for the oscars you know things like hereditary missing it you know i mean of course they have light which which yeah so they got that they've really had some struggling years and i think watching like Something like we we watched the lighthouse. I've seen it like three or four times now, and every time I do, I'm just like, "How did Willem?" I know, you like, know? yeah, That's the, the same thing, him you know? him especially, him yeah, <laughs> it's crazy, and it's you know, yeah, I don't care too much about the Oscars. It's like, we're hopefully, I think we'll still be talking about these movies in ten years, mm-hmm. and yep. some of the Oscar ones we won't be, but yeah. oh, it's yeah. it's just. It's a pageant. I don't, you know, it's fine. <laughs> I think I've, you talked about it. You know, we're going to take a short break here, but I think one of the most horrific things is loss of time. And that's put in the movie Annihilation when they lose time. Yeah. They don't know, like, we've, how long we've been here a week, a day, an hour. We'll and that it. is very disturbing. And that does, yeah. it, if it ever happens to you where you walk out and you're like, you, it's been a, what? What happened? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Been gone that's, for five hours or you've been something like that. Yeah. And they put that in the lighthouse. You know, yeah. That's something that's, that's very horrific. We've been here yeah. for, we've been on this rock. That's long kind of my, and yeah. Then that's one of the most horrific. Is your dissertation to time? Yeah, I think as far as something very disturbing. Yeah, that's something I'm obsessed with at the moment too. So it's <laughs> got some movie ideas and some movies I'm looking forward to to deal with that. So all right, uh, we'll take a short break and then back more with uh, Josh. Hi everyone, I'm Ashley and I'm Justine, and, and we, we make, make up the Cutaways, Cutaways podcast. We're watching the good, the bad, and the essentials of the romantic comedy genre. So far, we've fallen in love with Cary Grant, met up with our terrible friend, pal Joey, and had the desire to run our fingers through Patrick Dempsey's hair. Join our slumber party for your ears every other week, brought to you in stereo from our blanket fort in Hollywood, California. You can find and subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or your favorite podcatcher. Our digital blanket fort can be found at thecutaways.com. If you are the social butterfly types, you can also 
find us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram as at Cutaways Podcast. Bye! All right, we're back more with Josh. And I, I just want to talk about, um, gosh, we're t- you know, because it was, I watched it last night before Josh Khan, but the faculty. Yep. Um, <laughs> it's bigger than I know. <laughs> but how old were when you came up, when that came out? Uh, I probably would have been seven. Like, I didn't see that until I was like, probably like, probably like 19. Okay. Something like that. It was definitely a little later. Um, cause that's like, I like, I really like, um, like Kevin Williamson, that writer, like wrote Scream and stuff. Right. Yeah. Um, so I was probably in that phase where I was like getting into his stuff that I went to watch it. Um, and like, yeah, it's a fun time. <laughs> it's like the body horror or the kind of, it's kind of like body swap ish kind of elements to it too. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Go yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah that kind of stuff. Yeah. Like I like that stuff a lot. So is there a certain horror movie that, um, I mean, we've talked about it before, but yeah. like, what is like, what if you had to just spit it out or something like that? It was like some horror movie that really, that you like that kind of nobody really knows about or, Oh, I love like something like Night of the Creeps. Oh, oh I love yeah. Like yeah. that's a little. That's kind of funny. I mean, that's more of a funny thing. I think the Fred Decker stuff is pretty good. Like, yeah. I uh, that one I I think is definitely like underappreciated. Um, because I feel like everyone I've talked to that has seen it loves it. <laughs> so like, what are we doing? If, if somebody uh, says movie with my yeah, wife and she just discovered it like a year or two ago and absolutely loves yeah. it. It's got a great Shout Factory director's cut release right oh, now. Oh yeah. If you are interested at all in these types of movies, these eighties cult things, you need to check out that. Yeah. Shout so it's like a different cut then too. Yeah, they changed the ending a little bit and it makes a lot more sense. Okay. All right. Still, it really breathes into like the. B horror 50s 60s okay. kind of satire that it's playing with. Sweet, I'm gonna get that. It's now this is if I'm, if I'm doing my memory right, this is the Clive. Not this is not the Clive Parker one. No, no, no. no. Uh, I'm getting my. Thinking of Nightbreed. I'm thinking of Nightbreed. Yeah, Night okay. of the Creeps. Uh, Night of the Creeps. Tom Atkins. Yeah. Ah, uh, okay. The thrill me. Takes while. The news is your date is here. The bad news is he's dead. Yeah, it's so good. <laughs> right, the dates and the slugs are in their head and everything. Yeah. Yeah, it's got like it's, the alien stuff and the yeah. zombie stuff, and like it yeah. just breathes into all these different. It's night- got like that's fun, fun teen character, or they're college age, right? Yeah, but yeah, they're just great. The Some prom great characters, are, yeah. The yeah. great, li- that's right. The yeah. great line here, and I guess, and yeah, I guess another one because I almost like relate them a little bit is like, uh, I think Christine is really underrated. I think uh, so too. Like that's the carpenter, that's the carpenter car movie. Yeah, um, and that's, I mean, it's Stephen King. But like that movie rules. Like the the guy, like the main character, like his transformation as the movie goes on, is incredible. And like the practical effects of the car is, are insane. Like that resurrection scene with the car. It's one of the most incredible. It's I. It's to this day, it's the most one of the more baffling things of like I know it's reverse, but I don't understand how they did it. Yeah, it's uh, done so well. It's so good. You can't see the reverse when you. Yeah. Watch it. I mean, normally when you do the reverse, especially in older films. Yeah. You can see the aging on it where you can tell it's reversed. Yeah. This is one where it, yeah. it breaks that wall of realism it's, and you just think it's there. It's, it's got a crazy. Yeah, too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, the Christine theme is incredible. Like, John, Have you seen this? Carpenter did like a music video. Have you seen this? Yeah. Well, the recent one? We yeah. saw him live. I did too, yeah. We drove down to Chicago because we couldn't oh, get yeah. tickets here in Minneapolis. Yeah. We were both okay. drunk 
and we couldn't nice. get tickets when they put them on sale. Oh, so, we shit. Attention. so the next <laughs> night we stayed up really late and again we drank. Yep. And then we were like, well, we got to we gotta go. Where's the next closest place? And yeah. Chicago came up. And of course, we're way too far gone to be thinking about this at this point. So we're yep. like, well, if we're going to go, let's just get the expensive tickets. Yes. Of course. Yeah. Like, I think we made a bad call. Dude. <laughs> I love it. I'm sure it was a good call. Fantastic. And they, you know, of course, they. Play the music behind them. Yeah, the videos. Yeah. So they showed part of this like music video with it too, and it's yeah. The music video is great because I went to that show. I went to the okay. Minneapolis show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, yeah, because that's the last thing. He, that's like the most recent thing he's directed is like this music video yeah. with the the new Christine, like the remastered Christine track, oh, right. um, with his band or whatever. And so it's just like they did another thing with Christine, and and it's great, and it made me like want to see another Carpenter movie like badly. Yeah. Uh, like we and went like, through his filmography after. Oh like, yeah, where every week we get together. And it's watch such film. a good, a really underrated. Yeah, like he, like he falls off at the end, but like he had a great run, <laughs> like yeah. one of the best runs. He's got, a, he's got a pretty rough beginning with Dark Star. I never saw that it's, one, but I heard it's bad. Uh, is that the ball? Is that the balloon? One. That's the one where they're in space. In the balloon, like a uh, red ball thing. Yeah, and they're yeah. kind of like yeah. it's worth one to like. Space. Yeah, it's, it's really cool. Yeah. Cause it's made it's for like, cheap. Yeah, like, I appreciate it. I, I think I want to see it for that, but yeah. Uh, and then the ward for me just never. I didn't see that bad. one. I've heard it was bad too. But yeah, but going from yeah like a soul on pre six thirteen up to like yeah. Prince of Darkness or whatever. I was, I'm glad you mentioned that. Yeah, that, that got below the radar because he had such big successes. Yeah. Yeah. That when that came out, it was like almost like six months after such like I think of like yeah. thing came out. It's like yeah. there's some good stuff there. Saturated yeah. with John they live is incredible and I'm a big fan of In the Mouth of Madness. Yeah, me Leo. too. That's, that's another one. Yeah, film. Even though Halloween's my favorite horror. Oh yeah, that's yeah mine. In the Mouth of Madness with it's like Stephen King. Dude, it's so good. Yeah, the yeah. There's some images in that one that have like stayed with me and haunted me since like yeah that's the one yeah well that's a great great. you know the ending you watch the beginning it tells you the ending yeah and like how the hell we're gonna get there yeah Yeah. and how are we gonna make it interesting when we do it's it's a very easy first five minutes when they introduce the character and oh he's insane let's find out what happened that first five minutes can lead you down an incredibly boring path all right Uh, we're all gonna make shirts now that say do you read sutter kane I got the shirt. Oh, yeah, yeah, I yeah. I wear that shirt all the time. And Do you have a shirt that says? Yeah. <laughs> when, oh. I, when I met Stephen King, you had I it? was wearing that shirt. That's right. And he hunted Dude. me down in the in the crowd because he remembered the shirt and he wanted to talk. And I really was make, wearing it as a joke because yeah. Stephen King is Stephen King. And, yeah. Uh, but it, it ended up getting me an actual like chance to talk with an idol of mine. So, yeah, <laughs> definitely. I love it. T-shirts. He, yeah. Love all right. Yeah. We're going to make you. We're going to make it. Josh, do you read Sutter King? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't somebody actually do a real book and like call it Sutter by Kane. Sutter Kane just to... Th- I think someone tried there, to. I don't think yeah. it ever got past because mm-hmm. the okay. studio, of course, wanted the rights to that in case oh. they ever did something else with sure. it. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but that's another one that distorts time, doesn't it? Uh, he goes searching in Vermont and he doesn't know how long he's been there. Yeah. That's one of those a time that, that one twitches with a little bit, and and of yeah. course it plays with the the Sutter Kane character. You see him as a child at one point. You see him as an adult. You're not sure who he is. Right. And yeah, it really messes around with kind of your interpretation of things. It's it's a fascinating movie. That yeah, Sam Neill's done some up. serious messed up horror movies. Yeah, <laughs> he was the last Damien in in the Omen. Yeah, Damien. I haven't uh, seen that one, but I, yeah, I want I want to so bad because like isn't he president or something? Yeah, like he's that? Yep. running for president. Okay, yeah. in the film, and it's it's wonderful. Yeah, it's, it's a thing where like <laughs> I get it. The Omen one is amazing, but if you're willing to like 
no, lower I, your expectations for two no. and three. Well, like yeah. I love like Psycho two, so. Oh yeah! Don't watch The Omen four though. Just Bad. stay away from no that TV good. movie or the remake with uh, yeah. Liv is, yeah. Liv Schreiber. I don't. Yeah. But yeah, I God, he did Dead Calm with uh, Nicole Kidman's first movie, uh, The Boat, uh, Rescue. Uh, was oh, it Billy Zane? Yeah, Billy yep. Zane, yeah. Yep. So Sam, so Sam's not trusted Billy Zane. Yeah. yeah. Well. <laughs> and they did the the Event Horizon. So mm-hmm. yeah, he's mm-hmm. not afraid to get yeah. gross. What's yeah? What's yeah. the movie? I saw a movie with him that was wild. It's a that's a divorce. I think it's like a di- no. That's uh, I was like mix it up with the Brood, which I haven't seen. Okay. But the oh, what was it? Oh, Possession. Have you seen that? The Sam Neill Possession movie. Yeah. That's a crazy movie. Yeah, and he's still <laughs> he's still doing wild stuff. I really enjoyed him in Daybreakers. Yeah, he yeah. The, the vampires when the vampires no, love, killed all the humans. Yeah. And hunt, I never saw Hunt for Wilder People, but supposedly he's great in that. It's, it's yeah. my favorite YTD. Yeah, movie now. I need to see that. Wait, Hunt for the Hunt for the Wilder People, Taika Waititi's film he did, I think, after What We Do in the Shadows and before yeah, Red right Okay, and it it disappeared. It's, it's the one no one really talks about, and it's I think no because I've seen that all the time. Yeah. The list of unappreciated movies, mm-hmm. and that's always in the list of unappreciated. At the top, <laughs> yeah, I've heard great things. Okay, yeah, because yeah, I really like anything anything he does. It's just yeah, great. yeah I Sam Nell can turn he can turn bad into good. Yeah, that's when he that's pops it. up on screen. I, I even enjoy Memoirs of an Invisible Man with Sam Neill as the villain and Chevy Chase as the. Oh, is that man. yeah? John Carpenter's movie. That's like that. Yeah, I never uh, saw that one. Chevy that's Chase. a Carpenter movie too. Yeah. I didn't see that. It's a guilty pleasure. Yeah, <laughs> it's a weird combination. Uh, yeah, because yeah. like, I don't think Chevy my... Chase wants to be invisible. Chevy Chase wanted the comedy. Yeah, and right. John yeah. Carpenter wanted the horror. The same thing happened with Vampire in Brooklyn with Wes Craven. And oh Andy, yeah, where the two were fighting for different tones, and it just made a kind of a mess of a movie. So, but, you gotta know your tone, people. Yeah, it's tough but dealing with like the a special effects star. for <laughs> that Invisible Man movie were phenomenal at the time. It was really good. Yeah, so it's kind of like. They almost got rid of Chevy Chase's ego. They made that disappear. Um, <laughs> That's impossible. That's impossible to get rid of. Do it, but it's a pretty <laughs> admirable. So it's crazy. Do you um, outside of horror movies? You know, another other movie that you really like appreciate or oh, other than a horror movie? Yeah, because I know you you really do like horror movies. I do, but yeah, yeah. I I like kind of everything. I um, like to expand your horizons a little bit. Yeah, I don't. I guess on the spot, I'm not sure. I'm sure I'll have. I'm sure I'll have something. Yeah. Um, yeah, definitely. Like, yeah, the recent ones or whatever. Like the Hustlers, obviously, is a big one. Um, Booksmart, I really loved. Now I have um, not seen that one. Yeah, is that's like I like. I mean, I like kind of those teen movie things, but I there's something about it. I I really thought it was felt fresh well i think um, we're very fresh i was yeah. underwhelmed by the film but sure i think it's it, it just ca- carried that it's amazing vibe yeah when i did see it i was like it's good but i just didn't fall yeah like I, I yeah i saw it definitely before i guess that all that hit um and yeah. i just thought that was like a yeah like it felt like it has some it touches on some like like diversity things without like making them it's not like the point of the movie isn't that like it's just part of the dna is it like it's it's very much not just the girl super bad that people keep saying yeah no no (laughs) and i think that i like the performances a lot like that was key like billy lord's in it and like is it really fun i thought yeah uh and it's just like i don't know something about it just kind of hit me in a way that i wasn't expecting well that's kind of like yeah 
we always take a chance on movies and that we, we're kind of happy yeah. that it happens. Yeah. A lot of times we take yeah. a risk and like sometimes it doesn't pay off, yeah. but when it does, it's kind of yeah. fun. Like, you gotta see this movie? Yeah. yeah. Well, I guess, yeah, I guess two other ones now that, cause these are recent. I've, now I just popped in or like one, we went to Dick Tracy yesterday at Parkway. Okay. And I love that movie. Have you seen it before? I've seen it once before, like right. from when I was younger. Seeing it now in a theater, looks like the production design, all the performances, I'm like, this movie's nuts. Like, yeah. it's wild. Uh, um, uh, when it came out, because um, I remember yeah. we were in 19, summer in 8 and I, we were just bombarded with Batman. Sure. And yeah. then September. So, like, the next year. Like, September, like, when we started going back to school, September, December, we got this look for Dick Tracy next summer. So, that's a huge campaign mm-hmm. of comic books, like yeah. Dick Tracy. And a lot of kids had never heard of him. They're like, oh, yeah. Dick. <laughs> uh, but then eventually when that came out and then the funny thing is the story is very much similar to Batman yeah. <laughs> which it, kind of yeah. hurt it a little bit yeah but when they both took the route of going comic booky, yeah yeah you know, where yeah, they well, really yeah. heightened everything yeah. I love the the makeup effects I mean yeah like the cre- yeah Pacino and incredible <laughs> but they did the old fashioned slice the fake background the front action oh yeah the uh the um split diopter thing yes. and like yeah the the map painting stuff and it's one of the last crazy. real movies actually emphasized used that yeah, yeah. there's yeah. crazy stuff in that movie it definitely swings for the fences it's a huge swing yeah way. right if, if and that's are, something i yeah you know, if you're there for the out there stuff and that's, that's why i would yes. really win on it because it's not your average no it's film. yeah it's crazy no and, and but I lauren Beatty is like i don't know i just like don't expect i haven't seen a lot of his directed movies and i'm like this is this is like this guy is out of his mind. Like this movie is so <laughs> yeah. good. Like he should have directed like a fucking twenty movies. Like because uh, I just wouldn't. You see him and you've seen him act, and you just I wouldn't have imagined that he had this movie in him. Like it's on the level of like a just the production design alone is like on the level of like a Dark City or a, a Matrix of like. But it's like I mean, Batman, obviously, but it's sandwiched in between the Batman movies, and I'm like. This might be the best looking Gotham of <laughs> of of that time. Like, I do believe that the paint the city and is like color. looks insane. Yeah, and the color, yeah, the colors are the biggest thing. Is like it's just primary colors that are like in your face. I think in the best way possible, but it is it's such a sling. It's but so you make a good point though. When crazy. you see someone like Clint Eastwood, for example, mm-hmm. you see him acting. Yeah, w- when you hear he's directing a film. You can kind of feel what that movie sure. feels like. Yeah. Same with like a Bradley Cooper more recently. Yeah, you yeah. know what kind of movie he's going to direct, even yeah. if it surprises you by how good it is. Yeah. But Warren Beatty, there's no point in his acting no. career when you're like, oh, he'd make a great Dick Tracy movie. Like, yeah, crazy. There's no point in his career before or after that no. you know, where you think he's got that. You know. it's wild like every i mean i yeah every shot is kind of perfect <laughs> like watching it like this is insane and then, like i said it was, it was a great movie it came out and it was everybody it was applauded but i think it's just yeah it was just under the wake of batman that people are like they're started getting this comic book feel and everything and it got weighted down I love it that it has a gap in the story. Well, we'll just have a big shootout and I'll fill it in. And Dude, it some montages yeah. in that movie. I love that Warren Beatty's like, well, we have a huge gap in here. Where are we going to fill it in? Let's do it. Yeah. Let's just go all out with the guns and the cars and everything and just go orgy it's all over so, here. It's yeah. amazing. Uh, like, there's a shot where he punches like he punches one guy, you know, like the bowling pin thing. He, like, yeah. he punches the front guy and like the nine guys behind him fall down. I'm like, oh. It's beautiful. So yeah, it is. Going yeah. back to your craft, though, too, mm-hmm. the editing makes that movie yeah. watchable because it could very easily veer down a path of oh, yeah. unwatchability. 
we were just talking um, for our episode of Kyle and Nick on film about The Quiet Place. Mm-hmm. And there's that moment with the birthing scene where, like, editing makes that sequence make sense. Where yeah. there's a very clear area where you could drop your, your interest off in the film. Or, like, The Dark Knight when yeah. there's that sequence where uh, the Joker the throws the gal out the window. And then we don't see what happens to the rest of the crew because it's edited yeah. in such a way that makes you forget that's yeah. what's happening in the other room. And it kind of saves it saves that sequence yeah. in a way where you could call it out later on. I didn't kind of tweak that. Yeah, one. that's funny because, yeah, the Dark Knight one, that's one that I've heard people have that complaint. I'm like, I never had that complaint. I, never I still don't it have it. Yeah. It, out and it doesn't bother me in the same way, yeah. but it could very easily have been edited. Sure, sure yeah. You're like, is everybody dead? Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. He yeah. saved that one gal. Yeah. I, like to, I almost like to think that, like, since, like, we showed them, like, do their like in the in the first scene or whatever you see them like do the line and then roll down like it's like they just did that again oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, i would get, get to my next story but you did the dark knight tour in chicago if you put it on, yeah, you put it on yeah. your social media so you found the whole parking lot and everything yeah uh yeah because we went and you found the main street where they did the chicken the semi did you find the road yeah i've yep. been down there a couple times now like <laughs> both times i've been in chicago <laughs> dark um, knight tour but we did it yeah because me and jacob went uh when uh teachers lounge was playing at a theater down there at a festival in chicago um so we went we drove there for that and uh stayed down there for two nights so we just kind of like just were like one of the locations yeah yeah. because like i had seen a couple things when i was in chicago like six years ago or something um but i was always like always wanted to do the the parking ramp like that's the thing I wanted to see most. Yeah. Uh, so we did that. Like, cause at the time it was like I had just gotten a, the first time I was in Chicago, I had just like got a smartphone, and I hadn't like it was like hard to find. Like we couldn't Google find it as easily as like <laughs> as now. It's like you can find anything. Like we had we had a ton of locations. We went to a bunch of places. We went to like some Ferris Bueller locations. We went to the Home Alone house. Uh, did a bunch of stuff, but definitely Dark Knight was the main the main thing uh but the parking lot was fun and it was wild to kind of look down the the, yeah down the like cylinder basically and uh i have yeah i have a picture of me like standing on it like a comparison and like with which was one i was like this is terrifying because it's just like (laughs) i'm standing on this thing and it's like if i go the wrong way like tumble down contrary to popular belief you are not in fact batman so um important to note i mean no one's ever seen you in the same room yeah i'm not batman (laughs) So then, it's a good segue because uh, there's the next couple of questions I'm going to ask you. Um, next is coming up is Nolan's new movie, Tense. Oh, yeah. And he, I think everybody in this room is excited about it. Yeah. And we, I think we've already seen the trailer. In fact, you yeah. said you just watched the trailer again. Yeah. So I, I would just love to give your input. What do you think it's about? Because I, I get some, what do you think it's actually about? What's the thing yeah. the plot is from watching the Tenet trailer? Yeah. Well, uh, yeah, like Nolan's like my guy. So uh, <laughs> like I, I've, we're, I'm going to go my sister lives in LA so like that's the excuse but really like when the movie comes out in July and like me and a couple of friends are flying out there um because like they killed the zoo IMAX theater here yeah because like that was the only place you could see like the full 70 millimeter IMAX uh screening and so um I go to every time a Nolan movie comes out like that's where I go um Except for I lived in LA when Interstellar came out, so I just did that. So we're basically going to go back to like the City Walk okay. Theater there, um, and it's one. It's an excuse to go hang out with my sister, but really we're going for that. Really, really, really. Uh, yeah. And so I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm stoked, and it looks wild. And again, I'm obsessed with 
I'm obsessed with like weird time stuff already, which is like that's a key thing in the Nolan movies anyway. But like, I like had a weird like trip experience like in the last six months and just on weed but like it messed me up (laughs) (laughs) like like i can't smoke ever again basically because i really like messed my messed my reality up to the point where like that and then seeing watching the watchman show and just like the whole like element of like the manhattan of like time being non-linear and being able to see moments either out of order yeah or having them all happen at once so I'm like tenant. I'm like, of course, like it's exactly what I need right now. I think because I am fascinated about how it works. Uh, I'm not sure, but I love like I don't know if the afterlife is like really part of it or right, if that's just the name of the out, yeah you know? yeah. And like because they kind of make it seem like he's about that. Like they made him think that he had died, but they really just like knocked him out. Like him letting him choose death over ratting out. A partner or something yeah. yeah i kind of felt it was like that men in black thing where they like eliminate his credentials and he's, yeah you know, he's so just I th- existing outside i'm of i'm sure it's something like that but yeah. if there is like an element of an afterlife like i will lose my mind uh like if there is like that is part of it because it's some kind of component to like you die and this is another trial yeah. that you have to well do there's them. whatever's happening yeah. there's something weird happening of like that they're going back into moments or moments they haven't been in, but like in the the whole reverse element, I'm very fascinated to see how much they reveal, I guess, in the movie of that world, if that's just like an element of it. I mean, I'm sure they will. Um, I've been questioning for a while, is there some kind of Inception connection? That's the big question. Yeah. And I don't know what I want. I guess I don't, I feel like I almost, don't want it to be but if it was like in the same world but it's like this is like the time weird ver- like there's a whole nother group of people that fuck with time the way yeah, like people yeah. fuck with dreams and there's very minimal connections but it's like in the same universe like i'd be cool with that i know one makes films that are long enough where if you had a little like 10 minute excursion where they hopped into a yeah did something it's not that that would be the yeah long movie we're probably right. gonna yeah <laughs> that would be wild because it's like on one level it's like nobody really gets to work on an original level like that so i want to see him continue to do that yeah but at the same time it's original I, to his world. Yeah, so like... So it's not going to break. Yeah, yeah, that's true, yeah. Yeah, I mean, at the same time, I kind of would love to see him have, like, an Indiana Jones type of franchise. Like, he has the Dark Knight, but, like, I would love to see him, like, create a franchise as well. From scratch, something. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, like his own. Because we don't have a lot of... Like, I was just talking with some friends yesterday of, like, there's not a lot of, like, new Star Wars or new Raiders, like... Well, when they come out, no one sees them. Yeah, you know, so, like... The big question is... Yeah. Can something new survive? So it'd be fascinating to have like one of the heavy hitters kind of yeah. has to be somebody that's going to do something it. New. Yeah. 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 So something a little more newer in the yeah. franchise. So we'll see. Um, so with Tenet, and I think Christopher Nolan already said that he's now working in 7mm from now on. All his movies are going to be in seven mm, 70 millimeter. Yeah. So yeah, IMAX is his seems to be his thing and he wants to keep with it and it's weird that when he made the dark knight these clunky 50 pound cameras yeah and now through evolution you know evolution now these things can fit into a cockpit of a plane and yeah. you make seven millimeter it's wonderful advances that it's you can now make a 70 millimeter movie without these heavy gaudy equipments that you it's, can yeah it's crazy and it looks amazing like the right. 
IMAX stuff. I wish he could make because I know like they shoot stuff on either thirty five or sixty five millimeter too for like dialogue scenes because the cameras are so uh, fucking loud. <laughs> but right, like, I imagine, yeah, because yeah. it's so sensitive to everything. Yeah, you know? but it would yeah. be great. Like I would love to watch the whole movie somehow in the seventy millimeter IMAX because when those images are insane, right? Yeah funny something roger deacon said uh and I'm, I'm misquoting it in a way but he said something along the lines of the greatest thing about getting old when you're a filmmaker is everything just gets a little bit lighter yeah the time, like they're you know? working on and it like yeah yeah seventeen, they show him like yeah cameras and he was like 20 years ago couldn't do this yeah it just <laughs> wouldn't have worked yeah <laughs> that's pretty so crazy. my next question is um and they're kind of like tenant and nolan and everything but because yeah. uh robert pattison is in tenant yeah but he's also the new batman so yeah. what do you think about the new appearance of the batman I'm intrigued. I it looks different. Like right, yeah. I, that teaser video that came out was like one. I think I was like drunk. Yeah, I was definitely drunk when I saw the video. <laughs> so it kind of was the perfect way for me to first see it because like one, I was like, I was like, yeah, this is interesting. Like I'm all in on. I'm pretty much all in on Pattinson because I love. I think he's a great actor, um, and I love the choice. Like it's a, it's a it's an odd choice it's not a choice i would have made like right. right away um i would but i would much rather see it than like a let's do john ham as batman or whatever like it's like that'd be cool but like i want to see like pattinson is weird like he's doing weird stuff like yeah. his run i think right he brings is, something love that table of somebody that, yeah like a little I, bit psychotic yeah and i i like that a lot and um i'm in i'm interested i like matt reeves and stuff yeah um yeah. I think if they lean into like the noir element of it, I think that's kind of what it needs to do. Cause otherwise I don't quite know, even seeing the suit, I'm like, I don't, this is like kind of this militaristic suit again. It's like, um, I'm intrigued of the element of like, is that his gun? Is that, is that, that Joe chills gun or whatever? Yeah. yeah. Um, I think that would be, that's fucking that's wild yeah. and metal and weird, but I kind of interested in it. I think, just seeing, like, my main takeaway from that video was uh, the Michael Giacchino score, I think, is going to be really yeah. cool. Yeah. I think that could, I, it's whatever. I, somebody was just saying, like, or no, I was going to say it was Brad Pitt on a podcast, and he was like, if somebody, if the first thing someone comes up to, to, up to you and says, like, what would you think of the movie? And they're like, oh, the score was great. Like, that's a bad sign. I get that, but I also think the score is very important and, like, can be a way to, like, describe kind of the yeah. feel of the movie and i think that's an important thing for batman is yeah. music especially because it has two iconic scores already yeah like you look at the, you know, the i know Danny the elfman and you look the at hans the thing Howard too yeah hans. yeah the um, like they, they've already seemingly you know struck gold twice with yeah. two iconic themes yeah. and they do it a third time that's the, yeah that's and it. i like what you pointed out like going back to the detective noir style yeah. i know at some point that was buoyed around with the ben affleck yeah I'm wondering if that will still be yeah. prevalent Is yeah Will's greatest detective will that be kind of what they're focusing yeah, on? yeah. i know because i was a lot i mean i was like i was intrigued by affleck too i mean i know he didn't have a chance to do it i, I think his movie i would, would have been interested to see right like I, was I was really with, um, i was really fascinated to see that he was working with uh, the comic writer uh, jeff johns yeah they, they got yeah, a script done yeah so it would kind of be interesting it, to it know sounded like it was like the arkham thing maybe like yeah. that was at least what talked around yeah. Yeah. like i 
I thought he was I, I thought he was a good choice for Batman. Um, I thought Affleck was a cool choice, but the problem is we got three teases. Like we got I three know. movies where he yeah. was not the lead. Yeah, exactly. And, we, and he that never was really got that time to shine, and that's exactly. kind of what breaks my heart the most. Is yes. I, I wanted one Batman movie yeah. just to prove to people. And if he directed it, like I'm like he's an interesting director. I'm like yeah. it, it could have been good. Um, but I'm yeah I'm I'm ready for I'm ready to see what Reeves has to, has to say with it. And yeah, I think I, the, I, the know, rest of the cast so far is also incredible. Like yeah. Zoe Kravitz as as Catwoman, oh, Catwoman is Paul Dano as Riddler. I'm yeah. ready for more Riddler. Yeah, it's yeah. been and a I long time. The, we get the Colin Farrell. Yeah, Colin Farrell's gonna be Penguin. Like, like that's, I'm not sure if they're gonna do any makeup for him. Yeah, or he's just gonna be kind of more the more Gotham TV yeah. show version where he's just kind of a yeah. Cancer. Like I I think that'd be fun. I feel like. I feel like it'll probably lean more that way because his kind of. Yeah, I'd love he, to see Farrell in like the giant penguin. He kind I of would, yeah, it thing. would be great too, though. Yeah, but I, I think it works well. I think the story works well. Is it projected as a horror movie almost? I think the, I, I think, think that'd be really, good too. Of yeah. all, the, I mean, we've seen it everything. We've seen it campy. We've seen it, you know, psychotic. Yep. We've seen it glossy with Nolan. Yeah. I think the next stage is you have to make it almost to a horror movie. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, one of my favorite yeah. parts of that Batman Begins is when when the fear toxin gets in and then Batman yeah. turns into a literal bat. Yeah, sure. yeah. You know, in the eyes of I, uh, that. Yeah, I love that that scene. And so that was much. a real suit. Yeah, yeah. We yeah. just learned that it was a real yeah. suit. I couldn't believe it. It was a. I thought it was just be ready. Yeah, it was a real suit. I know. But I, I think the next that, avenue yeah. is let's do it. It's let's be really dark, darker than grittier mm-hmm. than it's ever been before. No, let's I think really that's the best way yeah. for DC to stand out against Marvel and try to yeah. do something different is to really play to their strengths. And Batman yeah. is a scary character. And yeah. I think if they play a little bit like his, the Daredevil on Netflix, sure, yeah, really gritty, like a little smaller scale action sometimes or something yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah, and I yeah, I mean, looking at his suit too, it does have that like. I like I think yeah I think it's gonna be I think that's like the first suit like it's like it seems very handmade kind of like it seems like right. he definitely like the the cowl stuff is that we've seen we've only seen part of it do you think like it looks do kind of an Iron Man thing with him where he develops new suits as uh, it goes on and well we'll see hopefully not hopefully not completely that but probably I think not to be, that extent yeah I yeah I yeah think he's flying through space I though, think maybe two or three suits that and, would be an interesting yeah. thing to kind of have his evolve with him yeah and i think when you cast andy circus as alfred and you oh yeah it's kind of more possibly militaristic that'd be interesting know? yeah it's very very interesting avenue it's it's unique yeah but it's somebody that's been in love with that character for 40 yeah. years and we've seen every different on the spectrum different aspects of it yeah. i would love to see almost like a horror movie of almost no, let's just let's see if we can get an r out of this yeah, yeah that's that, what i thought the arkham thing would be yeah it's a nice yeah. arkham yeah. yeah that would be great yeah because that's my that's my fear is like when they do the batman stuff is like i want to see them do like take the swings like i want to see them do different because stuff because we've seen a lot like we've seen and we've seen them go through a lot of the same right feels like you know the nolan stuff like really kind of tackled the whole serious element of it let's like, really show that gotham yeah, City like halloween we, we had the cart shown, yeah realistic with with nolan, yeah and we've shown campy with yes um, and we haven't shown enough with Affleck to know what he was. Yeah. Um, but really getting like into, like, let's just embrace the... Yeah. Let's show the grit, the really like, is Halloween every flipping night. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's... I'm in on that. Like, it'd be <laughs> yeah. cool. That's, that, that's, that's like yeah. the book, The Long Halloween. It's like yeah. Halloween every night. Yeah. And then some people really enjoy it, and some people are just... <laughs> no, it'd, be, it'd be great. Yeah. yeah. Leading to the noir and just, like, the just awful 
goth like the awfulness of gotham would be sweet i think people will embrace it we've seen yeah. enough different versions i think people embrace it yeah very nihilistic well and especially after last year's joker we've seen a gotham that's very dirty itself very dirty. yeah dirty, yeah hurtful and hateful and i think if you introduce a batman into a world that's similar you know right yeah a, a take be, on gotham be, that's really dark and, and he's there to clean it up i guess but you know yeah almost, yeah <laughs> almost better i guess if he's not even trying to clean it up <laughs> like, just, just like i wonder what he does that's, there yeah that's the whole yeah focus of that's you know the psychology of batman is yeah is he just doing it for fun just giving out grievances yeah. or is this really like maybe looking for a goal i mean it, it talks about the dark knight yeah, i'm not, I'm not like, a hero a revenge or yeah. You know, yeah there's definitely a revenge element whether he wants to say it or not no yeah um we were t- i was talking yesterday with anthony too about um I kind of hope we kind of hope like that maybe Joker and like maybe Marvel doing multiverse stuff. If that opens up, like I've been thinking about this for a while, but if like they ever did like a Keaton Batman beyond, like I would, mm. I would lose my mind. I'd walk through, I'd run through the wall right now to go see that movie. <laughs> like I just want to see, I, well, I just, um, a door. You can just take the door. yeah, well I can't, I don't have time for that. I gotta go right through this wall. Um, yeah, no, I, cause I want, I, I would love to see them do Batman or Batman Beyond. I think uh, the success of Joker means that they can the, yeah. because they do have multiple yeah. characters, and I think that would be the only way. Yeah. Like, there's no way that they would do a franchise yeah. Batman Beyond because I just don't. Yeah. I don't yeah. think he wants no. to do that much, but I yeah. think getting, giving us one taste would be kind of cool. Yeah, like I would. Yeah, that's what I would have been cool with. Yeah, I would love to see Keaton because like that just felt like unresolved. Mm-hmm. Like I liked his. You know, I kind of liked his Bruce and stuff. So, yeah, yeah. Well, Josh, man, thanks for coming back. The return of Josh. This is it. Dun, dun, the revenge. Mars from, from Mars. Mars. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is good. Um, next, coming up. With, before you go, uh, let everybody know what's coming up for you again. Yeah. So I am. I'm working on a couple ideas. One that's again, we're talking about Tenet and stuff, and timeline stuff is like i just kind of came up with what i think will be my next short uh that'll be called i think the watcher but it'll be kind of a rear windowy thing but like with multiple like with time being fucked with uh and maybe different yeah like i won't spoil too much uh i've I've added a couple things one was the return uh they return which we kind of forgot to talk about Oh yes yes they return you and i were i did the storyboards for it but um yeah, yeah this is Carlos's movie. Carlos's movie. Um, which they just, I think they just did some pickups, so I'm going to be jumping back into that, but we've got a rough cut. And Carlos and Robert were on a couple yeah. months back, to, uh, so if anybody's listening, if they want to yeah. go stop and listen to Carlos and Robert, so, we're on there. Yeah, so. they return coming soon. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, maybe be working on some Anthony's next projects and just working. There you go. Yeah. All right. Josh? You know, it's not over till the guest says it's over. It's over. It's not over.